For 53 years, legendary singer Yang Yin has been gracing us with her unmistakable voice, still dominating, commandeering any stage she stands on to this day. She's also hosted radio shows for 24 years. She's known for her signature way of speaking oh so casually, nonchalantly, and matter-of-factly. Yet, her messages always carry so much weight, and they are always so deeply meaningful. She also writes. She's released a couple of essay collections. The one she released a few years ago was entitled Kurora Kure, which roughly translates to Let Them Be. Earlier this month, she released another book, this time called Kurosuisa. It means it happens. Let them be. It happens. Just the titles of these books already sound so comforting, as if we're getting a gentle pat on our backs. Now that is a good title, right? One that lets us feel the energy of the whole book before we even open it up. What have you felt today? And if you had to give a title this day for you, what would you call it? I'm Lena Park, and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. We started today's show with Yang Yin, of course. It was her song, Tangshin Sengak, Think of You, featuring Kang Seung Won. Now, anyone who knows her voice can probably hear the titles spoken in her voice in their heads just from reading them. 괜찮아, 그러라 그래, 그럴 수 있어. It's okay, let them be, it happens. Simple words, yet they carry so much more weight, knowing that they come from someone like Yang Hyun Sambenim, who has been through so much. It feels as though she's imparting to us the wisdom that she's gained through the years. So let's learn. And even if someone is a little different from ourselves, even if sometimes it feels like the world is out to get us, let's let them be. It happens. I think that's a very cool, very strong mindset, don't you? I mean, it sounds passive, but at the same time, it seems to imply that there is nothing to be scared of and nothing that the speaker cannot handle. I've read to... I've yet to read her new book, but, and so I can't be exactly sure what the uh, It Happens is referring to specifically, but hey, if you know, you can let us know, give us a little spoiler alert, or if you don't know, let me know what you think the entitle implies or what that title inspires just in your mindset. Now, today's One Fine Day has been pre-recorded. I may not be able to share your responses on the air in real time, but I think it might make a fun discussion. And of course, other than that, your Sayander stories and anecdotes about anything and everything are all very welcome here as always. So drop by, say hello, and leave a line or two. Nothing is too trivial, anything goes. You can do that on the chat board on Kong or on our YouTube page at KBS World Radio Service. You could write on the various message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr or feel free to leave comments on our posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com slash English KBS. If you have a Korean phone number, you can also text us at sharp8150 a regular SMS text will cost 50 won, and a long text or MMS message will cost 100 won per text. In part two of the show, 
We will be hopping on a time machine to get our very own Kayo Top 10 Fix of the Week. So stick around for our mini trip back in time. All right, our next song it's G Dragon here with Mude, untitled 2014. We just heard Mude, untitled 2014 by G Dragon. Just a quick reminder before we move on send your messages on Kong, leave a comment on our social media, write on any of the message boards on our website, or if you're in Korea, send a text to Sharp8150 and you will be automatically entered into our daily prize draw. Prize winners are selected each day after the show, so if you've sent in any sort of feedback, don't forget to check the notice section on our webpage. If you find your screen name or part of your phone number on the list, send us your shipping info via email and we'll send you your prize as soon as possible. Up next for our next song break, we're going to listen to Stella Jang with. How could a person always be lovely? Followed by one more chance with their song, There are times when. That was two songs whose titles seemed like kind of a question and answer. First was Stella Jang with How could a person always be lovely? And then one more chance with their song kind of answering that question. There are times when. All right, before our next song, a quick reminder. Reruns of One Fine Day are aired multiple times throughout the day. You can catch them on our website or on our mobile apps like Kong and KBS World Radio on air. You can also live stream on YouTube at youtube.com slash KBS World Radio Service. Our broadcast timetable is available on the websites and the mobile apps, so you can take a look at the schedule there. Past episodes of the program are available for streaming in. The Listen Again menu on our website or via podcast. So you can listen to us whenever you'd like, wherever you are. All you have to do is look us up wherever you get your podcasts. Now, although the songs we play on the show are not included in the podcasts due to, of course, copyright reasons, our daily playlist is available on the website. So Feel free to check out the artists and song titles there. Now, moving along to our next song, here's Haiki with their hit, Kamusaye Pionan Changmi, Rose Blossom. You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. For those who may not have heard, KBS World Radio's 8th annual Korean language speech contest is currently underway. This year's topic is Visit Korea Riding the K pop Wave, and the ongoing preliminary round of the contest will come to a close on July 26. That is only Six days away, so you might have to hurry now. If you are a Korean language listener living outside of Korea, don't miss this chance to show off your Korean skills and win some wonderful prizes. For more information, just go to world.kbs.co.kr. I'll be right back with today's parallel universe after one more song break. Here's We Are the Night with Kipunuri Jolmun Nal, Our Young Days, followed by I You and her song Pipi. 
울지 말아요 그때여 거리는 흔들려도 비틀거리지 마요 나도 모르게 울컥하는 마음이 They're different, but not entirely. Two different songs from two different parts of the world. It's like they belong to a parallel universe. It's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike, but actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection. One K-pop track and one non-K-pop track. It's Parallel Universe. Today, we will listen to two songs that share the title, The Feeling. First, we'll listen to the K-pop song, The Feeling, by Shiny. This boy group celebrated the 15th anniversary of their debut in May this year. They proved to the world that they haven't dulled at all, that they still shine hard as, as brightly as their name, especially with the release of their eighth studio album, entitled Hard, just last month. Their song, The Feeling, was a part of this very album. It's been said that it's a song that contains a message to those precious people who will always be with Chinese past, present, and future. Here's a bit of the song's lyrics. Cause life goes on, I've never stopped even for one day. I fly straight ahead. I'm feeling so alive. I'll burn my darkness to show you light. I'll draw a long arc to draw you a path. No matter where you are, hold your head up. Even to the smallest piece, I'll shine on you. I want to feel. I want to feel it. I want to feel again. All right. Trying to survive and persist and endure and then having that feeling just to feel things. Wonderful. As for our non-K-pop song, we will listen to The Feeling by Canadian singer-songwriter Justin Bieber. The 2015 song comes off of his fourth studio album entitled Purpose, and it features American vocalist Halsey. The song has been described to touch on questioning the overwhelming and emotional rush of falling in love, with two protagonists asking themselves, am I in love, or am I in love with the feeling? Here's some lyrics. Am I in love with you? Am I in love with you? Or am I in love with the feeling? I'm trying to find the truth, but sometimes the heart is deceiving. Can't get out of my head, and I need you to save me. If I am delusional, then maybe I'm crazy. In love with you, am I in love with you? Or am I in love with a feeling? All right. Two different feelings going on in these two songs. Let's listen. The Feeling by Shiny, followed by The Feeling by Justin Bieber featuring Halsey. I want to feel... That was The Feeling by Justin Bieber, featuring Halsey, and before that, Shiny with The Feeling. Those were the Parallel Universe songs of the day. Now stay with me, because coming up in part two is OFD's version of Top 10. I'll be back with part two of the show after this. Here's Jimin with his song, Like Crazy. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. In a moment, we will get our dose of Throwback Thursday with our very own Kayo Top 10, so don't change the channel. I'll be back with Liz after this song break. Now here's a couple of beautiful covers of Kayo Top 10 era songs. 
First up is As One's Rendition of Yone, or Love. And after that, it's Red Velvet, with the cover of their song Hwanseng, or Rebirth. Once upon a time, there were days when K-pop was simply known as Kayo. And back in those days, every Wednesday evening, every Korean music fan tuned into KBS2 TV to watch their favorite singers perform on the legendary music chart program, Dubs the Kayo Top 10. Now, those were the good old way back Wednesdays that we now get to look back on on Throwback Thursdays. So, without further ado, let's take a trip back in time to listen to some old school K pop music, also known as Kayo. Now, joining me in the studio, of course, to guide us through this trip is our very own staff writer, Liz. Hello. Hi, Liz. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. It is definitely already Thursday and already third week of July. I know. I was just <laughs> going to say that. I just can't believe, like, here we are already in the two zeros. Duh. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, I'm still thinking that summer sort of just started. Is that? Is it just me? No. Okay. Not just you. Is it because I had just got my summer wardrobe out like a month ago? <laughs> it's also because you just recovered. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's true. You know, I bought like a few s- new, I thought they were going to be my new staples uh-huh. for a summer wardrobe. I kind of splurged and uh-huh. bought my first pair of linen pants. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about linen mm-hmm. off, off mic <laughs> uh, for the summertime. Mm-hmm. I'm going to experiment. Try the linen out. I forgot to ask, what color is your linen pants? They're just like a, like a, like a muslin potato sack color. Oh, <laughs> I potato just, sack. Like it, it's called beige. That's yeah. that's what it is. The beige, <laughs> yeah. because it goes with everything. It goes that's with true. white. Yeah. Goes with black. Goes you know. really well with black. So yes, yeah. yeah, so mm-hmm. I was going to try this out. You know, a couple key pants, mm-hmm. like a couple key, you know, basics. I haven't worn a one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been at home. All, my whole laundry is just different pajamas. Well. <laughs> so sad. Why? What's your excuse? <laughs> my excuse? I got none. Um, um, but I, uh, it's not an excuse, but I will let you know that I have a lot of, well, they're not newly bought, but yeah. um, a lot of different colors and shapes and types of loungewear and pajamas (laughs) that I have accumulated in the past three years, (laughs) along with my five pillows. (laughs) Because I have a neck issue. Right. So I've been trying out different pillows. Going through different kinds to see what And I finally found the one that I love. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. And the... Sometimes it takes five pillows. Thank you. At least somebody understands. Oh, no. I went through the whole thing, too. Like, now I have that humongous U-shaped body Ooh. pillow that I don't know what to do with because it didn't work out for me. Ah, um, <laughs> carrot is the <laughs> word that comes to my mind. <laughs> That's true. Mm. That's true. Uh, I've just been giving stuff away. Ah. But yeah, here we are already um, pretty much at the point where we're going to start saying dog days of summer, Indian mm. summer, pretty soon. I can't believe it. I don't know where it went. I just, I don't even... I think tomorrow is Jungbok, which is like the middle, the middle. dog day right? Uh, uh, in Korea anyway. Time to eat hot soup, um, apparently. Uh, wait, what's, what's it called? Chicken ginseng. Ginseng chicken soup? Mm-hmm. Samgyetang. Chicken, yeah. chicken ginseng soup. Yeah. Um, you know, to fortify us to be able to withstand the heat. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. 
It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. All right. So maybe there's still a little bit of summer to enjoy mm-hmm. slash endure. <laughs> um, I literally ordered a bathing suit. What was I thinking? I gotta. I've got to get my act together. Well, got to do something like go to a swimming pool or yeah. something summery. Something. I mean, stop getting sick. <laughs> <clears throat> that's important. That's, important. that's uh, I think that's a step number one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, why not just book a you know trip to a hotel, a have a whole concert or something? Yeah, yeah. I I've been looking into that too, mm. but then I'm like, but it's so expensive. It is ten minutes away yeah. from where I live. Well, <laughs> go a little further. <laughs> go like an hour or something. I know. I know. We'll we'll get there. I'll mm. I'll get there somehow <laughs> somehow. <laughs> All righty. We're going to get to Kayo Top 10 now. Oh, we're um, going somewhere. <laughs> we're going somewhere. Um, now, uh, I know already, mm-hmm. I have a spoiler alert on what inspired this a week's playlist. But right. It was a little bit inspired by last week's playlist. That's right. Because mm-hmm. um, last week I was looking at the chart from July, the second week of July of 2001. One. And there were, so basically I was looking for songs that had four character, uh, four letter titles. Exactly. And then one of them happened to be 처음처럼 by Song Shigyeong. And another one that I had added but took out was 어제처럼. Another or classic. like yesterday by Jay, mm-hmm. and then I the reason I took it out was because it was like oh that's too many charms, and then <laughs> I was like I'll save another charm for another day or whatever. Right, right. right. And so today's the day I saved it for this day because I actually found and there was that many. This is not even scratching the surface. Wow, uh, really? I brought five songs, mm-hmm. and um, uh, actually no, I I should talk I about. I do this remember a little doing later, a but... word segment with charm. With Stella as well. I'm not surprised. <laughs> and and she was also saying that, you know, we, there's a lot. we didn't have a lack. No, there's... But so from. for those of our listeners who may not uh, speak Korean, 처럼 literally means like something, as in like a simile. Like dot dot dot. Yeah, so mm-hmm. 어제처럼 means like yesterday. Right. 처럼 means like the first time. Right. And so on and so forth. Yes. So today we're going to listen to a lot of songs that... Uh, have titles, or not a lot, five songs that have titles <laughs> that say, this is like something else. Right, like something else. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start with the song that inspired it all, which is, of course, 어제처럼, or Like Yesterday, by Jay. Jay. Jay, <laughs> where is she? <laughs> I think, I, I don't, don't quote me. Mm-hmm. I think she might be back in San Francisco now, ah, but I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. She did you live in Irsan last, yeah. <laughs> and she was doing burgers, but that's already like right. 10 years ago. See, the thing is, so um, not sure. I did read that she w- was raised in San Francisco, Yeah, but she actually came into public eye through a Miss Korea contest, mm-hmm. um, and she was a contestant for... The state of Washington. Oh, okay. And then uh, somewhere on the internet said that she is currently residing in Virginia. Oh, in Virginia. Yeah. Interesting. And so, bottom line, I don't know where she is. Um, but the last we heard from her officially mm-hmm. was in 2021, which mm-hmm. isn't that long ago. Right. She released a single. She did. Uh, yeah, an English version of her uh, older song, I believe. Um, but it, it was called Hengbokan Saram. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, Maybe well, we should check her social media or something. Maybe. Does she have social media? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Listeners, you <laughs> have a job. Digging. <laughs> or yeah. let her be. Because, or just let her yeah, be. Because I think one She of never the... really liked to be bothered right. about too much. She's the most, one of the most down-to-earth people mm. I've ever met. Um, I, I do remember after she got married, there was a, a brief time she lived in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. But me, that's already way old information. Mm. Well, so <clears> I did <throat> find out that she did get married in 2013 and it right. it is since then that she's been kind of laying low and right, um, right. keeping things on the on the well, DL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because she um, she likes her personal life private. She really does. Yeah, so yes. don't dig. <laughs> Let her be, maybe. Well, um, if we dig social media, mm-hmm. it's only what she wants us to know anyway. That's also so true. So I think yeah. it's fair game. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. 
Well, going back, going back to year 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did find the song uh, on the chart mm-hmm. or, uh, uh, for July 2001, mm-hmm. but now I'm thinking maybe I was a little confused or maybe the song did so well that it just lasted over a year. Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently the song was initially released in 2000, maybe mm-hmm. in the wintertime, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, 어제처럼 is the song that we all associate with Jay the most. Yes, her well, signature track. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are other hits too, but it's, I, well, to me personally, mm-hmm. uh, it's synonymous with her. Right. Um, but it is definitely not her debut song, though. No. It's actually the title track of her second album. Yeah. And uh, she had initially apparently made her debut as a dance singer. So um, when she first released her first album called Jay Gold and Jay Blue mm-hmm. uh, in 1998, mm-hmm. uh, she had a song called Goodbye where she just showed off, you know, all the dance moves. Yeah. And she <laughs> apparently also, I mentioned uh, her being a contestant on Miss Korea in right. the States as well. Uh, wow. She came in on the second place. Mm-hmm. So that means she didn't get to join the actual, because she won in the state of Washington. Right. Um and she was second place there, mm-hmm. so she didn't get to compete in the actual Miss Korea. Because oh. the, the one who won first place yeah. in Washington would come to Korea. That's right. Mm-hmm. I see. Um, but it was at the contest that she was noticed by a manager of DJ DOC. Mm-hmm. And he the, the manager was the one who recruited her, sort I of. See. So DJ DOC being a dance group... I think that's what... It naturally became. Yeah. Um, but the first album and her dance song didn't do as well as they had hoped. And I guess they had a some sort of contract that, um, you know, she needed or they both needed to keep. So what the, what the management company did at the time was mm-hmm. basically give her free reign. Do whatever you want to do with your second album mm-hmm. and we'll release it for you. Okay. And so she... Uh, chose the songs. Yeah. I think she wrote some too. Mm-hmm. And she even um, had her say with all the album covers and all the uh, design aspects of the CD as well. Mm. And it became all the time. <laughs> it was such a huge hit yes. that it actually ended up uh, winning first place in all three terrestrial uh, broadcasting stations mm-hmm. and made her who she is. Wow. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's also, I mean, it it was um she was also credited as being one of the three people in Korean uh popular music history who made R&B the household name that it is mm. and can you guess the other two <laughs> <laughs> are you going to say me you are one of them <clears throat> and, and then there's your friend george <laughs> and then george yeah i remember jay's uh debut very clearly because it coincided almost exactly right. with mine mm-hmm. um and also i felt this kinship to her even though we had never met mm. she was the other korean american yeah. um from west coast no less mm-hmm. Um, and I had felt this kinship, but I didn't meet her until way, way after the fact. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. But, yeah. but I think it's also partly because even though you, Kim Joon Si, and Jay mm-hmm. are all billed as the R&B artist, mm-hmm. um, all your styles are so completely so different. So different. Oh, she has the most unique voice. She does, yeah. and uh, it was actually I I, actually, I found online uh, where a critic had written that um, she's the Korean female singer who you can recognize by just hearing one line. Oh yeah, I can believe that. Yeah, absolutely. And th- that's basically just a way of saying that she has such a unique voice that mm-hmm. hasn't been compared to others before, right? Yeah. But more recently, though, uh, I think people have been comparing her voice with those of Pegerin and Kwonjina a little. Oh, Although Kwonjina's voice sounds a little fuller to me. Yeah, a little yeah. fuller. Her voice is also very low. Very so, low and so, like, wispy. To me, I always felt like she was Korean Janet Jackson. Yeah, so uh, at the time, some critics were comparing her to Janet Jackson, mm-hmm. Aaliyah, Brandy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good comparison, yeah. too. But I guess now, I guess I can think of maybe Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish, yeah, yeah a little bit more mm-hmm. whisper pop as yeah. well. Well, it's still... 
still such a good song. Mm-hmm. Let's start things off today. It's Charam's Like Something. 어제처럼, Like Yesterday by Jay. We just listened to 어제처럼, Like Yesterday by Jay. Ah, such a pretty voice. Mm-hmm. And this song was just so well produced. I think that's why it's withstood the test of time. Mm, it still timeless, sounds yeah. so fresh. Um, right? More recently, Paul Kim ma- uh, made a cover of this song. That's right. Yeah, and I think I forgot to mention the song was written by Shim Sang-won, uh, the songwriter, and mm-hmm. the lyrics, lyrics were written by Yoon Sara. Yes, Yoon Sara. So, Wonderful. Good stuff. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. What's our next Charam song? Well, we're going to jump all over the timeline today. Nice. Yeah, so we're going to go all the way back to 1988 and listen to Sedul Charam. Oh, like the birds this is another by good Pyeongjin one. Sub. Yeah, I love this song. And uh, this song was a part of his first album, which had like a lot of chart toppers. <laughs> yes. It was called, the album itself was called Holo Den God, which was also the title of the title, title track of the mm-hmm. album. And um, it also had 너무 늦었잖아요, 내게 줄수 있는 건 오직 사랑뿐, and of course, 새들처럼, which all, not necessarily chart toppers, but they were all up quite high in the charts for a mm-hmm. very long time. And also the album was officially the first uh, million seller album in Korea. Wow. Mm-hmm. And Pyeonjinsop uh, is, of course, officially the first singer in Korea to be called a paladi singer. That's right. Or balladeer. So, yes. Yeah, he basically uh, was at the very beginning mm-hmm. of Korean K paladu yes. in its conception. So, right. Yeah. And Seder Tarum is not really a ballad. <laughs> Although Seder Tarum is not. And not all of his um, hit songs are ballads. It just mm-hmm. goes to show his versatility. That's but, true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Seder Tarum is more a mid-tempo slope. Or not slope. To me, it's got a folky feel, no? Yeah. Now that bit. you mentioned it. Yeah. yeah. It, it's folky. I guess even the theme is a little folky, too. Sure. Yeah. Um, folky, folksy. Folksy also. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the song reminded me of Pietos and Bidurgi a little. <laughs> oh, that pigeon song is going it's, a long way. Yeah, huh? it is. No, because the I, wet pigeon. Yes, the the dove in the rain, the wet in the rain, um, or just wet pigeon. Yeah, <laughs> just soaked pigeon. Um, just because he paints a picture of a city. Yeah, and you know. Birds. Yep. He didn't say pigeons, but no, birds, birds being in there and having the ability to fly away from it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, I he he talks about he paints a p- picture of the city like urban, uh, urban scape. Yeah. And he talks about how there are cars and there are people uh, ref- reflected by the sunset glow mm-hmm. and darkness descends into the city (laughs) and when I open my eyes I see myself being surrounded by gray, gray buildings Mm. and the reason I was reminded of the pigeons especially is because there's the line where he says uh, there's a downpour yeah There is a downpour. Yeah, a sudden shower, Mm -hmm. a downpour, and uh, I'm also in uh, like I'm I'm in the rain. I'm uh, feeling the wind as I'm just wandering around this city Mm -hmm. and just looking at the gray white smoke and asphalt and this is a stifling city that I want to get out of, but Mm -hmm. I can't while those birds can. Yeah. <laughs> but not so spitefully. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. He says, oh, like those birds. Like those birds. Yeah, like those birds. I want to follow them. Yes. Uh, but the, he does, it, it, you know, the song feels very happy, happy. Mm-hmm. So it belies how stifling a cityscape he really yeah. actually is described in the lyrics. Even the instrumentation and the chord progression and, you know, like it's so major and yeah. so, like, 
um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's really flighty. Yes. It feels really light. It, it feels like birds flying. Yeah. And, and then, fluttering. especially when he belts out, like, un, uh, like the birds yeah. who are flying away freely under the blue sky, I want to follow them too. It just feels really um, relieving. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, and this, it's not like they're two separate parts of the song that's like dark city and blue sky. Mm-hmm. It's just one very cohesive song. Right. Just It's just the lyrics that are starkly different. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's surprising to realize how stark it was. Mm-hmm. But um, I think... Uh, the m- deeper you look into the lyrics, the more relieving the flying part Absolutely. Gets. The, the more the release. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. To show that contrast. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's listen to Byunjin's up in one of his classics, Sederchalam, Like the Birds. We just listened to Seder Taram, Like the Birds, um, Pyonjin Sup. I don't know, would you call this a buttery voice? Hmm. I always thought there was something buttery about it, but I don't know. It's very smooth. There's smooth. Yeah. yeah. Velvety then? Velvety, yeah, maybe. Because mm. we were talking about that last week as well. I, for me, I don't know why, but buttery needs to be like lower. Oh, I see. Like crooning. A little bit more crooning. Yeah. Okay. Whereas Penjizo's voice is more on B-song. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is a very high tenor. It's very smooth and silky. Silky. Yeah. That's a good word. Oh, it is go. silky. Yeah. That's true. Lovely All right. Voice. Another smooth and silky crooner. Uh, from one legendary balladeer to another, yes. um, we're actually going to listen to the Emperor <laughs> Ballads The now. Emperor Ballads. I yeah. mean, he was just so good. They had to give him a more royal title. Yeah, I mean, Pyeonjinsop was the first. Yes. You can never change that or right, trump that. Right. Uh, but Shin Sung-un was the... Or was... I guess he started out as a prince at some point, And then there were Crown. younger balladeers. So they crowned him Emperor. Yeah. Just give him Something that, like that yeah. elderly authority. Right. Mm-hmm. And he, he, for some reason, he had very, not very many, but he had a number of songs that ended with the character's charom. That's true. Yeah. yeah. It was rather a hard decision to make because <laughs> there was charom gonna give charom. Right. Like that first feeling. And then, Tangjinen uh, sapphire charom, or oh. like a sapphire. Uh, and then there was 전설 속의 누군가처럼, which I think should have been named like someone in the legends. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what it literally means. But yes. the English title given to it was The Unwritten Legend. Ah. This song was released in year 2000 as the title track of his seventh studio album. And uh, it's, again, I, I introduced him as a balladeer, yes. emperor to boot. Uh, but this is not a ballad track. No, it's not actually a ballad. <laughs> it's a it's a legit pop track. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And large uh, scale. The reason that I chose this charom uh, instead of the other two charoms that I found from Shin Sung Un is because I found so many tidbits about the song, and oh. that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing was that it's a pop number yeah. uh, that has a lot of like. Uh, world music elements in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and personally, I thought the song sounded like um, what it would have sounded like, what li- the soundtrack of Lion King would have sounded like if it was written by Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not Elton John. Not Elton John. Yeah, because it's very Africa, but not like, you know, Tarzan Africa, mm-hmm. but Lion King Africa right, right. is what I was thinking. But it also sounded very Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the m- far more interesting fact I found about this song is that um, Phil Collins actually heard the song. Oh. Because Shin Sung-un recorded the song in the States. Mm-hmm. And Phil Collins happened to hear the song. Yeah. And he offered Shin Sung-un a job there. <laughs> Phil Collins said, you should write in the States. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but Shin sung was like, no, I have fans waiting for me in Korea. <laughs> and so he came back. Yeah. Um, and then after the fact, uh, Phil Collins heard 
other songs by Shin Sung Woon, yeah. and he was really surprised <laughs> because he thought this song was the type of shin, uh, songs that Shin Sung Woon always writes. But this was the outlier. Exactly, <laughs> it's a one-off thing, but it just sounds really like Phil Collins. Yeah. It's so, hilarious. Yeah. Um, not, I think maybe Shin Sung Woon decided to channel a little Phil Collins maybe. because, um, you know, Genesis, Phil Collins, Peter Gabriel are also large influences on a lot of songwriters of course, here. And yeah. so, you know, he wanted to do, I feel like he wanted to do a little ode mm, of his own yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, another interesting fact I found was that uh, Shin Sung Woon has a habit of carrying around a well, I'm guessing this is in past tense, but he apparently used to carry around a tape recorder mm-hmm. to record whatever melody that comes to his mind. Right, right. I'm sure he now uses his phone. It's probably but, his yeah. smartphone. Yeah. <laughs> but um, when he, when this melody came to his mind, yeah. he didn't have one with him. Oh. Um, so he called his phone yeah. at home yes. and left the melody in a drunken state um, on his answering machine. That's awesome. Yeah. I just have to share that one. Because <laughs> he had to just get it recorded somewhere. Uh, apparently, and that's using your noggins. Well, you know, because you, you will forget it the next day. You, you don't <laughs> think you won't. You don't think you will. Uh-huh. But you're guaranteed to forget it the next day. See, I don't think I would ever forget a melody that comes to my mind spontaneously because that would never happen to me <laughs> to begin with. I'm telling you from experience, you always forget it the next day. Now so you yes, have your you phone. have to. Like I remember not having anything to record or anything like that, and mm-hmm. I will literally like draw the uh, melody out on whatever I used to uh-huh. on whatever was available, wow. just spatially draw it. I don't know what pitch it is, but it's like, oh, oh it starts here, uh-huh. and then skip up two to go oh, oh, here, like you know, and, and, and by any means to remember it. So I am speechless. That was that was <laughs> brilliant. He just called himself and left yeah. it on the answering machine. Nobody has it anymore. No, it's an <laughs> antique. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right, yeah. 전설 속의 누군가처럼 the unwritten legend, and it's in scale too, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it is like the theme song for. Tarzan or some sort of Lion King, yeah, movie like thing. Yeah, it's very legendary. Yes, and very notably arranged by mm-hmm. Hwang Sung Jae. That's right. So you know it's got to be <laughs> grand. A lot going on. <laughs> All right, let's listen. Chunsoo uh, Sogi Nugunga Charong, The Unwritten Legend by Shin Sung Woon. We just listened to 전설 속의 누군가처럼 The Unwritten Legend by Shin sung And next up, we're going to actually listen to a written legend. Another. Yeah. Uh, truly l- written bona fide legend. Yeah. Uh, true 누군가 in the 전설s. Yes, yes. That was bad language. <laughs> um, we're going to listen to Kim Hyun-sik and his song 비처럼 음악처럼. Oh, it's a double, wow. double 처럼 here. Yes, it <laughs> is. Like rain. Like music. Yeah. This song also takes us all the way back to the 80s. It was released in 1986 as a part of his third studio album, simply called Kim Yun-sik the Third. Yep. Um, and it was written by, uh, written and composed by Park Song-sik, who is now better known as the keyboardist of Pikwa Sogum or mm-hmm. Light and Salt. But at the time when he wrote the song, he was a part of Kim Yun-sik's band, Pom Yorun Kyol, which later became. The band. The band. Boom, yeah. Yes. Long story um, short, yes. <laughs> this song basically became the, mm, the legendary masterpiece that we all know from the 80s. Yeah. And still a song that gets requested to this day whenever it rains. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. On the radio, you will always hear this somewhere on a rainy yeah. day. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, though, apparently the song didn't really... Uh, get popular until like two years after its release for some reason Mm. Uh, but once it got uh, recognized for uh, the beauty that it is it just became it's always on the list of you know the masterpiece songs or uh, the Byungban or the Byunggok it's gotta have like it's gotta be up there with like the most number of covers too no? oh my Um, tons of covers (laughs) I only brought a handful oh is that, no, hands full. <laughs> <laughs> so I found covers by Kyuhyun, Baekhyun, Kim Bomsu, 
DEFCON, I thought this was kind of surprising. <laughs> Park Hyo-shin, Song Si-kyung, Lee Seung-chol, Im Je-bom, Jang Bom-jun, K-well, Ha Dong-kyun, Lee Moo-jin, Kim Jang-un, Kwon Hee-na, J.K. Kim Dong-wook. And um, although it wasn't really uh, recorded for record's sake, Komi had a... a cover done for a competition as well and mm-hmm. I wanted to mention that because that was the only female singer oh, who I really? found wow. who I found anyway yeah. Um, but yeah so yeah I, it is one of those songs like that every male vocalist in Korea mm-hmm. they, they, they wanted they have to have their own version of it they I gotta guess do it at so once, at least once yeah. right yeah um it, I think I mentioned this the last time I brought the song in too, but the song wasn't originally written for Kim Hyun Sik. It wasn't. No, mm. it was actually written for a singer singer called Moon Gwan Chol, mm-hmm. uh, who recorded it in 1984, but due to financial issues, he hadn't had the album released. Oh. Um, and Kim Hyun Chol, uh, not Kim Hyun Chol, Kim Hyun Sik heard the song, and he. Instead of asking the singer who was supposed to release it, he asked the songwriter uh, yeah. and recorded it and then just told Bungwantar about uh, the, the upcoming release. Mm-hmm. Like, really, like, um, the release is like the day after or something. Right. And then he told him over some drinks. Oh. So apparently he was really unhappy about it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and but I mean, what are you gonna do? Bungantar was like a nobody who didn't even have any resources to release the but album. But Kim Hyun Sik heard this song, and he's like, I gotta have yeah, it. Yeah, and Bungantar didn't own the song either, right? Technically, so. you only need the permission of the, the songwriter, songwriter yeah. to be able to perform it. So yeah, yeah. Um, but what uh, you gonna do? Oh yes, the cutthroat mm. music industry. Oh yeah, but it you know he knew that this song was sort of just. It had to be his, and mm. you know he was right. Yeah. <laughs> so you poor Mr. Moonter yeah. aside. Mm. All right, let's listen to Kim Yun-sik with another classic, "Pi-charom, Umak-charom, Like Rain, Like Music." We just listened to Kim Yun-sik with Bi-charam, Umak-charam, like rain, like music on today's Gaio Top 10. We're looking at songs with Charam. We've been time hopping a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. And uh, it started with 2001 and we're going to bring it all back to 2001 once again because I found this song not in the charts at the time when I was mm-hmm. looking at uh, looking for songs last week, mm-hmm. but I mentioned this song. Right, and yeah. also because we listen to a song by the same group. By this group. So we're going to listen to or My Lips Like Warm Coffee by Sharp. Sharp. Talk about still requested to this oh, day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Also, uh, many covers, too. Yes. Uh, I think the latest one was by Cheong and Cold. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you just can't beat the original. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, as I'm... I, uh, mm, I don't want to repeat myself from last week, but mm-hmm. basically, uh, these guys were so busy churning out albums every 40 days. <laughs> yeah, it was a, just a marathon of yeah. not wanting to lose momentum. Mm-hmm. You know, they were scrambling to really keep it up. So much so that they were actually not decided on the title track when they were releasing the albums for sale. Right. Um, but yeah, so this album, um, this song was a part of their quote-unquote special album that mm-hmm. was released in November of 2001. Um, that's, of course, after like a couple of months after they wrapped the promotions for their fourth album. And wow. I didn't know this last week, but I found out uh, this week that this 4.5th album was actually called Flat. Flat? Yeah. I thought it was just too cute. <laughs> that is super cute. Here's the album Flat yeah. by the group Sharp. By the group Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this song was... It also went to number one, just like their uh, fourth album title track, uh, Sweetie, and mm-hmm. the follow-up, uh, Pegilkito. Yeah. Um, and this song... I think drew a lot more attention partly because they were they were competing with G.O.D. Wow. G.O.D. in their prime. Yes. And yes. He, they Absolute won prime. over that. So yeah. 
Uh, and then the song, uh, not only does it still get requested now, but it stayed on the high on the charts for Psy World for a very long time as <laughs> yes. well. Um, and uh, Ichie, the main vocalist mm-hmm. of the group, uh, is has said that this is one of her favorite songs from those days. Oh. And she made a new recording for it for her solo album and um, when she released it in the uh, late 2000s. Mm-hmm. And also in 2015, she... Um, Collaborated with Coffee Sonyeon or Coffee Boy to release another version of the song oh, too. Wonderful! So mm-hmm. a couple new updated versions that we yeah. can enjoy. And then, then there's the Eddie Kim and Lee Sung Young version that I vaguely remember playing on the show as mm-hmm. well. Um, and yeah, the song I I never really thought too much about it before, but apparently this song was different from Sharp's earlier works in that. Sojung didn't sing in this. Oh, she didn't. Yeah, she only raps. I see. In a very melodic way. Right. Yeah. Which it's is like also sing very, song. Yeah, it's just also very uh, reminiscent of God style. That's true. Yeah. I think it was a trend of the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you know, add in a couple of syllables that make no sense, like hee wee wee and giddy wee, <laughs> and you know, you have a hit. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently um, so. Yeah, and. Uh, I I was a little bit hesitant to bring in the song because it's so wintry. And mm. I do not drink hot or warm coffee nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's always iced Americano for me now. Uh, and it's the song itself is very warm and round sounding. Right. right? So um, if you are tuning in outside now, I apologize. <laughs> but if you are somewhere where there's ample AC, like where we are right, right now, now, I hope you do enjoy this warm coffee. And you can be like me who enjoys warm coffee Every season of every year. <laughs> I am not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a really warm song, mm-hmm. and seasons aside, always um, lovely to listen to. It's going to be our last song for today's Kyo Top 10. Thank you so much, Liz. Always my pleasure. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> like something. It was like butter. Oh. It was like just because we were talking about better. Yeah. Or it was like a true time machine. It was a true time machine. Yeah. It was like time hopping. Yeah. And we're ending where we started at 2001 sharp with Nape's Tang Kopi Charam, my lips like warm coffee. That was sharp with napes or tatatan kopicharam, my lips like warm coffee, bringing us to a nice warming feeling end to today's one fine day. Now taking us out, here's Yuna with Char Chine. How you doing? Thank you all for tuning in. We will see you tomorrow.